Hello beautiful people and welcome to Without Podcast, episode number 11. 11, how have we got to 11? Hello everybody. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be saying that when we've got like, we've done 100 podcasts so far. Can you believe episode number 100? <laughs> but will they still be listening? Will you be listening guys? Have you been enjoying it? What has been your favourite bits? We'd love to know. Yeah, you can comment on the um, on the Facebook group if you're not already on there. Make sure that you join Facebook, whip it out the groomers podcast on there, and let us know your feedback. Let us know if you want to talk about anything. That's the main thing we want to hear from you. We're being totally led by you. So if you want us to talk about anything, you want a question asked, and um, you think there's going to be something funny, let us know. Give us that feedback, and we'll do our best to appease you all. Yeah, or if you want us even to have a certain guest speaker and you want us to challenge them, ask them those hard questions, just let us know. We really are up for making this podcast your podcast. So get in touch. I've really enjoyed um, speaking to all of the, our guests when they've come on. Like we had Louisa Tandy, Jess Adorno, we've had Sarah on, Leah, and last week we had the wonderful Stephanie Zickman with uh, the Holistic Grooming. That was fun. So that's literally like one in two podcasts we've had a guest. And if me and Nick aren't enough, seriously, guys, what a bargain. <laughs> do, people, do people prefer having guests? Is that what we want to know? Do you prefer yeah. having a guest on to like to speak to? Because like me and Sophie, sometimes we might not just cut the mustard. So let us know. And let us know anyway. <laughs> and guys, we've got some lovely voice notes this week. So we're really excited to play them. But remember, if you do want to WhatsApp us, here's the number. It's 07520-670-797. That's 07520-670-797. She just loves, she just loves that, that number. <laughs> I just love being Holly Willoughby. That's she fun. just loves being Holly Willoughby. Willoughby. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the um, the thing that the Whippet posted yesterday about the Disney princesses? Yes, it was brilliant. Which one are you? So let me guess. Right, I'm going to read through them now. Okay. Right. So we've got, are you Ariel? So Ariel doesn't groom for money. She grooms for love. She works from a cabin in the garden where she sings to the dogs, grooms one-on-one -on -one, and only for three hours per day. The other 21 hours are spent walking her own dogs, only grooms small dogs, except for her boyfriend's old English sheepdog, because she has to. Definitely not Ariel. Definitely not Ariel. Are you Princess Jasmine? Jasmine charges premium prices only. Doesn't call it a salon, calls it a spa. Upsells spa packages like she works on Camden Market. Charges £300 for a cockapoo and isn't even sorry. Member of the groomer's spotlight. I would say maybe I'm a Jasmine. Keep going, keep going. Snow White. Doesn't just groom dogs, but cats, rabbits, mice, horses, rats and fleas while being sang to by the birds. Always get heavy tips from the old shark guys. Brilliant. <laughs> are you Mulan? Mulan takes absolutely no shit from anyone, has a one strike and you're out rule, drinks pints on a Friday night at the local, but only after mucking out the horses. That I think there's a Ryan. lot of Mulans. There's a lot of <laughs> Mulans out there. Oh, it's brilliant. I am a total Moana. Okay, go on. Will 7F anything and doesn't give a toss. She's got places to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally me. Who was the writer of the uh, Disney, Disney uh, princess? Was it you? It was me. <laughs> oh, it was you. You're very good, Nick. Do you We've know got what? some amazing writers on there, they haven't we? Not we have, we you. have. 
I did I did base quite a few of these Disney princesses on people that I knew. Go on. Who are oh. they? Who are the people behind the princesses? So princess, well, she's not princess, but Belle from Beauty and the Beast. I based that on Stephanie Zickman from last week. Love it. Practices holistic grooming, cage-free, restraint-free, stress-free. She burns a bra to prove a point, only listens to classic FM in the salon, spends a free time reading books about dog behaviour and telling everyone to use more holistic methods. <laughs> <laughs> so Cinderella is based on my best friend Hannah. Okay. This is giving a lot away about Hannah. Uh, the single groomer who always posts on social media about how she doesn't need a man until one comes along, of course, constantly flirts with hot customers. Relationships never work out for her because no one can live up to the relationship she has with her dogs. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor, lonely Hannah. Oh, brilliant. I want to know what everyone else is like. All I you think need to I'm do is check Facebook. It's gone viral. <laughs> <laughs> So guys, if you don't already know what's on the Whippet platform, you've got to go and check it out. Where have you been for the last few weeks? So it's www.thegroomer. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. <laughs> Let's see that again, shall I? www.thewhippetmedia.com. Okay, and that's where you can go and you can see all of the exciting things that we've been doing, lots of articles, not just from one person. We're trying to be as unbiased as possible and have lots of different people's views. And we are wanting to be the, what's it, what have we called at this point? We are, we are voices of a changing industry. Okay, yeah, so let me say that again. So it's really important for us to be the voices of a changing industry. And that's what our theme is this month. So get on board. We do have um, different themes every month. So we're going to, we're basing it like we totally love the whole Vogue thing, you know, where they have like a different cover month every month. Yeah. So we really want to like get like different themes going so that we can base our content around the themes. So yeah. we've just been going through the, the themes that we're going to have in the next six months. So there's some exciting stuff to come on there. So hopefully if anybody does want to be a content creator with us, we've got about 30 people at the moment. We've got a little, a little exclusive little club where we all like throw around ideas and stuff and opinions. And, um, and if anybody does want or think that they can, they're, they're capable of um, putting out some great content, it can be video, it can be podcasts, it can be written um little videos or tips and tricks give us a message on nicole at the whippetmedia.com and i'll give you a little bit more information about that um what's the subject we're going to be talking about this week though Soph? today um we have asked you last week um tell us your grooming horror stories and mistakes that you've ever done and we have had quite a lot of responses haven't we, we have. um so we've got i think it's two we've we got two people who've come on oh so, <laughs> flying. So we, so we have one person who sent us in a lovely voice note. So we've got that little one to come in, and then we've got a good, nearly twenty stories on social media. So mine um, would be, I had a pair of Westies that came in, um, and I completely misread um, the cards. Um, and I just said to the person usual and I started and I like completely clipped off their skirt because I thought it was a certain cut and I don't know why I didn't realize that they had like a minimal skirt anyway and I clipped it off and got the wrong cut on the wrong dog and the 
client went haywire and it was yeah not great <laughs> not great and we've all done the 30 down the back we have we have we've had loads of loads of people saying that they've done the 30 down the back so i think it's safe to say pretty much all of us have been there <laughs> yeah like if you like let's be honest if you haven't pulled the hair out of your eye and if you haven't done the 30 down the back you're just not a real groomer just not a real groomer i did have one of the groomers who used to work for me um she I had a regular and the, this guy had a Jack Russell and he, I used to go to school with him actually. And she, um, I, I told her that she, he wanted everything clipped off. He was one of these customers who has a short hair Jack Russell, but doesn't want any hair. Like you may as well have taken V on it and it still wouldn't have been short enough. So I always used to do a reverse seven and um, rightly or wrongly. Anyway, I told her everything off. She only reversed 30, the poor little sod. <laughs> no. <laughs> I say it was a mishap oh. because when I realised that she'd done it, I was like, oh my God. And she was like, you said as short as possible. I was like, uh, I did, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> go over you, the moon with it, mind. <laughs> you don't realise the your language. You just feel like people kind of get what you're saying. And it shows what sometimes talking to the client, if your groomer doesn't understand you quite right, the client might get a bit confused. So when you would say short as possible, some people 7f isn't short short enough like but some people 7f is scalping so clients aren't really sure um do you know what i had yesterday like one of my regular regulars they're in every four weeks it's a little shih tzu and he's a cute little thing he's absolutely he's an amazing dog to groom um anyway that he normally gets like a little um teddy bear cut yeah um and i normally do them quite short like they always ask for a short teddy bear cut uh, anyway, they came in yesterday and the husband said, so um, I know you normally take them in a short teddy bear cut, but can you do um, somewhere between a short and a medium? Okay. Um, that's what I said. I went, okay. And he went, I, I know, Nicole, I know. <laughs> I'm just passing on the message. <laughs> like, what? what is that? What is that? <laughs> so weird, isn't it? It's so funny. Right, so let's have a little look at what people have written. So we've got... Sarah Goldsborough, she had five Westies in together. The daughters, um, daughters were all a 7F all of, but the mother was particularly fussy and had a standard show trim. I asked the daughter to pass me her mum's dog first so I could easily identify it and I put a blue collar on it. The other four remained collar free. Washed all five, placed collar back on the mother's dog, clipped the first lot off with the 7F as they frequently suffered with bad skin. And she liked to keep them short. I put the four away and made a start on the mother's dog. Started clipping and thought, that skirt's a bit short. All finished and the daughter came to collect them all. The next day she rang me to tell me she had taken her mum's dog home by mistake and her three were scra scrapping all night with him. It only took her 24 hours to realise the mother, who was so particular, didn't even realise that it wasn't her dog. It wasn't my fault, but the daughters who gave me the wrong dog. The mother wasn't too impressed. Oh, yeah, that's that's a bit awkward, isn't it? How would you not know it's your own dog? Like, I can tell by my dog's eyes which one my dog is. I don't know. Like, my cousin, who owned my first salon before I did, she had, um, at the time, about seven golden retrievers. She now has, like, over 20 mad women. And um, I could never tell them apart i was rubbish at knowing which one was which and she would always say go and put jenna in the bath 
Then put jasmine in this shampoo. This and I was like, I don't know which one's which <laughs> because they all just blended into each other. And she always just used to be like, Oh, when will you learn? <laughs> Should we not born dogs though? Yeah. You would know if you had two identical dogs, you would still know which one was which, surely. I don't know. I feel like if I ever had twins, I would be really careful. Because <laughs> you'd have to paint the toenails. Yeah. Or write Andy or something on the bottom. Their name on the It's bottom. not from Toy Story. I know, but I like, that I like it. <laughs> so I've got one here from Craig Chalmers Lang. This one's brilliant. A customer booked a dog in over the phone. Thought I recognised his voice. Couldn't place the name though. When he walked in with his wife, I realised I'd shagged him a few weeks before. Hashtag awkward. <laughs> Isn't that just the most awkwardest thing? Oh my goodness. That is so funny. Right, so well, I've got... I, that husband's face though. Yeah. It must, he must have been like, shit. Yeah. Oh my God. I want to know what else happened. Yeah. Like, it was awkward, but did he ever speak to him again? Mm. Did he message afterwards or was it just like tumbleweed, never saw him again? Did the client come back? I mean, who was it more awkward for? The wife. Because <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know, but obviously if she doesn't know, she can't feel awkward, can she? I mean, it must have been really awkward for the, the, the husband, but I mean, that's what you get for when you start shagging around when you're supposed to be married. <laughs> no, yeah. Lesson learned. We've got the 30, a 30 blade story from Kerry Pegram. Uh, the owners were fine. They laughed, gave me a hug and said, you don't abuse our dogs. You don't harm our dogs. You love them. And so do we it will grow back. They refused a discount and paid me in full. Nearly five years of grooming at the time. It was going to happen. And she's got a lovely picture of a Labradoodle with a clip down its back. And I'll have to put that up on the Facebook page. Yeah, it's brilliant. I love that. So funny. When you, I'd love, I haven't actually ever seen walking about a dog with a 30 damn flat, but it would give me a bit of a chuckle. Yeah. I've got <laughs> one here from Lisa Stones. New customer who was a mum of an existing customer, text for an appointment, a really nice, polite message. Hi, Lisa, I'm so-and-so, such-and-such mum, such-and-such's mum, <laughs> and you groom my two dogs. As I was reading, I dropped my phone and caught it, but had replied with a really angry face. Then I saw the dreaded two blue ticks and her typing, and I received loads of laughing faces. She's still a customer and giggles about it now when she comes in. So awkward when you send like the wrong thing or autocorrect fails. We've done them before, haven't we? We go we've back to the hall. Toby, Toby's dead. <laughs> Gosh, if you don't know, rewind back to one of our first episodes. It's a good story. So I've got Maria Prattley. Um, years ago, while working on a large company, I used a 7F blade on a cockapoo's body and his legs. Was meant to be a seven comb attachment. Skim the notes and all I read was a nightmare for legs. And he was. Oh dear. Yeah. It's so awkward, isn't it? It's like, yeah, I remember the times when I'd do something like that, or I'd, um, I used to, one of our, one of my um, staff, um, she doesn't work for us anymore, and she's a really good friend now, Kaylee, she used to be really good at remembering what dogs have, and like, really like once our system went at christmas so this wasn't um it was a computer system and it went and it went four weeks before christmas so you can imagine the nightmare of trying to remember 
what was in Christmas week because we lost all our data. And yeah, I can hear you all shrills on your back. It sounds <laughs> awful. Anyway, Kaylee remembered every single appointment and their time apart from two. So Christmas week, we would we we were sitting there going, who's gonna walk through the door? Who's gonna <laughs> walk through the door? But we luckily had Kaylee's memory and had that written down and she missed two. Like amazing. Anyway, so she amazing. knew that she knew every cut of every dog. So I'd always be like, okay, what's this one having? Rather than checking the card. But she used to always hate me because every now and then I would forget what she said and then take a tail off when I shouldn't have taken a tail off or taken a leg shorter when I shouldn't have taken a leg shorter. And then like, I wouldn't give the dog back and she would have to go out and tell them even though she knew the right cut and I'd done it wrong. It's just like... Do you know, my Michaela, she has an exceptional memory. She is like, knows every dog, every owner's name, every dog's name, yeah. every cut that they have, what blade it's on. Yeah. And then she'll go to me, don't you remember this dog? And I'm like, Michaela, I can't even remember what I have for breakfast, mate. Like, yeah. how, does, how do people, where do these me- memories go? Like, just gone. I literally, my memory is shocking. We used to be sometimes at fates, like school fates and with the stool. We used to take like the salon stool and give out cards at the start. And like a client would like approach me and like be really smiling. Their dog's wagging its tail and I'll go, Coley, Coley, what's, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to smile and not give it away. She'd just whisper in my ear like devil's wear Prada. <laughs> Who's coming to see me? Could you feel awful? They come like every two or three weeks and you can't remember them for anything. <laughs> you know, this, this happened to me not so long ago and I'd had, um, it was a really elderly schnauzer and I remember its name now, it's Mitch, but at the time I couldn't remember. And I saw the owner walking in the park um, without him. The dog was obviously dead. It had obviously died. But for some reason I went, oh, have you not got little fella? Because I felt so awkward for not remembering his name. And she was like, oh, he died. And I was like, oh, no, that's a shame for him. Just no fucking idea what his name was. <laughs> so hard, isn't it? It's like, I don't know if anyone else gets that blank moment when they forget a breed as well. So I used to always doubt myself when a new client would come in to write down what breed it was. Because I think, I'm going to get it wrong. and I'm going to look like a right twat. Or it's like when they have a puppy and the puppies don't necessarily give the breed away. Mm. And I don't want to look stupid. So I'll just give them the card and go, would you fill out the details? (laughs) 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 Right, I've got another one here. Mary Bryson. I text Cookies owner a text reminder for the next day at 2pm. The next day, two cookies turned up. I'd only text the wrong cookie, so I had to work late. So now they're in the phone and diary and record cards as cookie one and cookie two. (laughs) What do you do with your Bellas and your Teddies? No, yeah, yeah, you'll be there forever. Teddy 99. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a client that once had two dogs with the same name. I don't know if you've ever had that, like Sam 1 and Sam 2, they were called. No, I actually have um, two owners that the owners have the same name and the dogs have the same name. Huh? What, like Sophie James and Sophie Jane? Yeah, so like I think it's some, it's a really, um, it's something like, let's just say Emma Smith because I don't want to give the customer's name away, but it'd be like Emma Smith with Bella. I had two Emma Smiths with Bellas. Shit oh, 
I the see. breed's the same, names are the same, owners' names are the same. Yeah, very confusing. And isn't every it? single time they're written down, I just it's just potluck. Who's it going to be? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, so Laura Cook has written in. She says, she was doing a demo on a Bichon, so pleased with herself, and then decided that there was one stray hair. Dog's dad walked into the salon. Dog turned its head, and as I close the scissors, dogs went home with literally looking like Pac-Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when we talk about the biggest screaming mishaps, I mean, we've all cut a dog. Yeah. yeah. What's been your worst injury that you've caused to a dog? Oh... This is hard. Um, okay, so I think I spoke about uh, an injury once when it was a little Yorkie and it was in a tuck-up and the dog had to have stitches. It was only small, but it's because of the area. Um, and that one went to the vet and then the woman wrote a story for me in the paper because she brought it back and she had chewed it. So that was one story, but another injury would be cutting a tongue. Yeah. Um, and it's just awful when that happens like it just but you're working with sharp objects and I'm sure a lot of you probably done it so um yeah have you done it Nick? oh god yeah I mean thankfully touch wood I've never had anything that's needed like my that I've done I've, that I know that my staff have that I've had to pay for the vet's bills for mm. but I touch wood haven't I had yeah. one um member of staff that had it was a really elderly shih tzu and it had loads of loose skin around it neck its neck and she took a seven blade down and mm. literally cut it it was about a three inch all the way down she literally just dragged it down and it literally split its neck open and it needed staples that one was a bad one yeah I, just, I had to send her home for the day after that because she was just absolutely distraught but yeah. my biggest like this is this is one that I am still so ashamed of to this day because I used to do these two little Yorkies called frugal and doogle right frugal and doogle yeah and um there were tiny tiny little Yorkies and I did frugal and I was they always used to have everything off like seven up everywhere and I was doing frugal's ear and with the clippers and I caught that little um, Henry's pocket on the ear. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it was like the tiniest nick, but you know, it bleeds quite a lot and it wasn't mm -hmm. even a big one. So I was just like, nip, like put some pressure on it and it was fine. And I said to the owner, oh, I nicked the ear slightly. Um, and she was like, oh, don't worry, these things happen. Six weeks later, I went back and did the exact same thing to Frugal no. again in the same place. I was like, oh my God, I cannot go in here and go, yeah, I've nicked him again in exactly the same place. I drove home that day and I was like, that dog has extra skin that nobody or other dogs have. Honestly, no. I don't, don't even... As soon what as did I, the owner say the second time? Are they all right? Yeah, they were fine. I was just like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I said later that I've done it in the exact same place again. And she was like, hey, what you like? And I was like, I know, I'm really sorry. But then uh, I think it was like two weeks after I groomed that dog, um, it got um, hunted down by a lurcher on the field and the lurcher killed it. It was no. it had a horrible time. Oh, darling, that's uh, horrible. Horrible. So have you got your voice note? I've got my voice note right here. So this one is from Nikki Smith. Hi guys, so uh, this one time um, I had this really annoying cockapoo client and every time they would come to collect the, the dog, they would be really drunk um, and accidentally I shaved the cockapoo's face off with a 7F because I thought it was, I basically had the wrong card. So I 7F'd this cute, fluffy cockapoo's face. Um, but luckily, I didn't have to deal with the drunk clients again. So win-win, I guess. So this drunk client, 
came in once and um, was so drunk, she actually started stroking another client's hair. They didn't know each other. They'd never met before. But somehow the drunk client thought it was appropriate to start stroking this woman's blonde, luscious locks. So I'm glad they left. <laughs> okay, then. Okay. How weird. Yeah, you I mean, want that client gone, so... We all we all have those clients, though, don't you, that are just a little bit inappropriate. Like, we had this woman yeah. who used to come in, and every single time she came in, she always came in with a blouse undone, <laughs> with no bra on. <laughs> what? It was like she buttoned a... She, she always wore the same blouse to come and drop her dogs off. It was like this big white over... Like, she was, a, she was quite a big lady. Um, but she always used to wear the same blouse and every time she came in it was buttoned up wrong so boobs were hanging out everywhere and there was this uh, one time I, I had to say let's call her Karen um uh, Karen, I, like your breasts actually hanging out a little bit and she was like oh god I can't control them I saw someone write on um Facebook that they're born um worn a mask more than they've worn a bra this year and i think we're all in that 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 gang i'm with you if i don't have to wear a bra i will not wear a bra i feel so restricted wearing a bra yeah same there's that moment it's it's as good a feeling as peeling a hair out of your eyes taking your bra at night and letting them drop right there's two things my two favorite things to do go on right that all ladies with long hair will totally get right yes number one taking your bra off yeah when you get in from work and number two taking your hair out of a hair bobble when it's been yeah. really tight all day and then giving yourself a little head massage and you're like oh and then you yeah, all of a sudden right. feel really sorry for them little yorkies and shih tzus that have them hair bands in there yeah yeah yes mate i completely agree with both of those subjects and i'm sure and pulling out a hair is also up there nick and i think you need to experience it next time i see you when lockdown is over properly i'm gonna get a hair i'm gonna shove it in your eye and then you can pull it out and feel sadistic yeah absolutely <laughs> so we've got one last one here from emily once upon a time when i was a young girl we had a westie named penny penny was used by a trainee dog groomer and always came back looking beautiful when the time came that the trainee dog groomer qualified and moved away my mum and penny the westie's mum decided that she would go back to home grooms. Mum forgot to put the comb attachment on the clippers. Penny was very unhappy. We fixed it by placing a Build-A-Bear hat on her. <laughs> this inspired me to become the dog groomer I am today to save Penny from further bad home haircuts. She had a few bad ones as I trained, but lived to the ripe old age of 17. Oh, bless her. Brilliant. Well, that was great. I love, I love hearing how we are all in the same boat and we've all had those awkward moments. So it's nice to feel part of the community. I know. And I think sometimes when you do make a mistake, I think part of being human and part of being a good business owner is to just put your hands up and go, look, I'm really sorry. I'm on. Yeah. Um, you know, I made a mistake and whether it's in your policy or whether you feel like you should give a refund or not. I personally, if I make a mistake, I don't charge for the groom. Ever. You don't charge for the groom at all. See, I'm, I'm different. I make a mistake. Okay, so I knock a fiver off. <laughs> <laughs> if I've done something That's wrong, <laughs> it That's does. It just. It just depends on what it is. So, for me, if I did a whole massive line of a whole thirty, then yeah, maybe I wouldn't charge. But if I've like clipped 
the tail off and it should have been slightly longer, then I'll just knock a fiver off. I always think you can go to five and say, look, I've knocked five pound off for this today. See how their reaction is. Because otherwise you've just worked for free. You've still bathed them. You could even just say, I've only charged you for the bath and comb out and the nails today. I haven't charged you for the cut. And then at least you've got some money coming in. Hmm. I don't know. I, I think it depends on the severity of the, like the mistake that you've made like if i took a 30 down a dog's back i wouldn't charge for the full groom yeah and that's what i just said but if you clipped like two yeah. blades shorter oh yeah no they, they're getting a bargain there it's gonna last longer here's here's a little confession so um when i was training um one of my girls and i, I hope she won't mind me saying this one because it's quite a funny story it's but not I, too late <laughs> I won't name her, but Paula, it's you. Um, <laughs> and um, I was training her to do poodle feet. And we had a standard in that was in a, like a, a lamb trim. And I did the first foot and said, you clip it up to the second knuckle, showed her exactly how to do it. And then I said, right, you just copy exactly the same on the other foot. And she, tri she shaved on a 30 up past the stopper pad. <laughs> so it was literally up to like the wrist joint of the dog. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, she came on and she was like, ta da! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how does that look the same? <laughs> it's not and she was like oh yeah i can see what you mean now and it was so it was so obvious anyway um, <laughs> i came back and i was just like yeah she had she had a really big knot <laughs> we had to trim it much higher on the leg because she just had a really big knot and i just lied through my teeth oh no <laughs> oh god oh, I mean, it's... have you been there though so yeah I... yeah so i've ha have i ever lied yeah i know you're a good christian woman I really, really try not to lie. Um, <laughs> in my early days, I would, I have said a few white lies. Um, yeah, I'm going to be honest and tell you that. But you guys can't see Sophie right now, but she's <laughs> so disappointed in herself. <laughs> I do. It was, I think it was, we were really running behind and we, the reason why we ran behind is because I overbooked that day. Um, and we said a different story. But I literally felt so bad about it that I literally went in and said to the staff, look, what we did was wrong. We're never going to do that again. <laughs> Whereas a lot of people would just be like, that's normal. But Did yeah, you say um, we when actually it was you? Yeah, probably. We we are all together collectively as a group. You're never royal. We like that again. Oh, actually, Sophie, it was actually you. No, we're a team. <laughs> we all take responsibility for my mistakes. <laughs> Have you ever told a white lie to a customer? Let's let's discuss it. Let's discuss it on the Facebook group. We want to know about your white lies, or even yeah. if there were big lies. This is the place that you can come to confession. Sophie goes to church every Sunday. She promises she won't tell anybody. I, on the other hand, will shout about it on the podcast. Um, but we want to know <laughs> your lies. Have you lied to a customer? You don't. We, if you want to stay anonymous, in case your customers listen to it, stay anonymous. We won't say your names. Yeah. So we won't have your name if you do it on WhatsApp. Your number stays completely. Um, like we we can see your number, but we would never know who's behind it. So feel free to send a voice note or a message on that 
anonymously. If someone sent in a voice note, I was like, um, hello there. Um, so <laughs> I've got a white lie to tell. <laughs> and puts on a little accent. Oh, Please do that. Please somebody do that for me. <laughs> oh, that would be absolutely ace. Please do it. Lighten up our day. So before we knock off, knock off, clock off, yeah. um, this weekend, big I, weekend. Sophie, I am knackered already. Mate. I'm so tired. I do. I did. I said to Nick because obviously I've now kind of released my responsibilities from the weekend. Yeah, cheers, like, cheers for that, mate. Sorry, love. Um, got my own battles. Got my own battles. Um, <laughs> but like, I came onto Zoom today and I said to Nick, "Oh, uh, we're going to record this one and have our faces in it." And she was like, "No," because <laughs> she bless her. Oh, I'm like, I'm so tired and so stressed, and I've had a breakout, and I'm wearing a hoodie, and I've not brushed my hair. And Sophie was like, "Jeez, Nicole, look at the state of you." And then I said to her, "Don't worry." after unlock it's gonna get a lot harder isn't it yeah, gonna keep on going just <laughs> keep going it. yeah so um yeah lots of love needs to be sent to ryan and nicole this week because there is a big event coming on and you can still buy tickets guys do not miss out on this when we did groomers lockdown earlier in the year um we sold out tickets and you guys were screaming from the rooftops that you wished you bought tickets these tickets will stop being sold this weekend and you will never get the chance to see these speakers, these amazing speakers for just £45. You can re-watch them over and over again. You can use this as training whenever you need to and look back at all different breeds, all different groomers showing you their top tips. So where do they buy a ticket from, Nick? They can go to Eventbrite. Um, all of the links are on the Whippet Media Facebook page. So that's the, your best bet to find it easily. So go to the Whippet Media Facebook page. There'll be links on there. You can go to Eventbrite and search Grooms Unlocked International. You can get your tickets through there. We're doing a pub quiz tonight, which is, it's Thursday the 17th today. So we're going to do a pub quiz tonight. So come and join us for the pub quiz. That'll be a good laugh. I've done the questions myself and um, we've got a few good questions and a little bit of fun and fun surprises to be had. Um, and anybody who joined our pub quiz when we did it in the, in the lockdown will know um, it's full of absolute debauchery, our pub quizzes. So make sure that you come and join us for a bit of a laugh. And uh, so yeah, you can still buy tickets. And we've got, we've got 16 speakers this weekend from all around the world for anybody who doesn't know what it is. We've got everything from, we've got Westie cuts, we've got stuff for beginners, we've got masterclasses. It's literally for every skill level. So it's definitely not one to be missed. Like Sophie said, they'll be running out and we'll be stopping selling tickets this weekend. So make sure that you get on there and buy them. And you can also, the biggest question we're being asked is, can we rewatch them later? Yes, you can you can watch them an unlimited amount of times you'll be added into the private facebook group but only if you've got a ticket so if you can't watch them live doesn't mean that you won't get to see them buy a ticket and we'll add you to the, the rewatch group where you can watch all of those back so i just went into my calculator right and you would be paying two pound 81 per class did you do make it 40 pounds? all on your own yeah £2.81, would you not pay £2.81 to go and see these amazing groomers? We've got, read out the names, Nick. Have you got them right in front of you? Yeah, we've got Yika Krizova from the UK. We've got Sophie Bell, the groomers bet. Alvin Zan, Mei Wong, Roy Tan, Natalie Hooligard, Kinga Gabala, Plinio Cassati, Jay Batista, Michael Hussey, Chu Shung Te, 
Angela Anderson, Danelle German, Jess Rona, Biagio Salomare, and Jenny Zah. Literally, like you could just book to see one of them and pay £45. So the fact that you're getting all of them for £45, that's £2.80 a um, seminar, like, don't miss out on this please don't miss out it's amazing amazing they're all amazing groomers in their own right they're all competition winners they're all trainers world-renowned groomers they are absolutely fantastic we've met with them all this week to do the sound and video check and we are so excited i'm excited just to watch it i don't even think i'm going to be able to get any work done because i'll be too busy watching what they're going to do so um, amazing definitely not one to be missed so make sure that you join i'm going to be flying out to ireland tomorrow northern ireland to go to ryan's house so hopefully he'll have the kettle on for me i said that when i arrive i want a potato cake and a french martini <laughs> <laughs> love it well thank you guys for listening looking forward to seeing you at the quiz tonight and groomers unlock this weekend whip it out